Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6. Everyone loves a feel-good message. After all, we all need encouragement sometimes. And God loves to give good gifts to his children. Scripture does tell us this. However, this alone is not the full counsel of God. And woe to him that encourages a man in his sin. Because, my friend, I warn you of this, just as Jesus did of the wolves in sheep's clothing, that there is a very ungodly gospel being preached in many of today's churches. And few are they that minister the full truth of God's word to you. Like the serpent in the garden, many forked tongues are twisting the words of God, speaking half-truths and whole lies. It's become so prevalent that, sadly, many do it without even realizing that they are positioning themselves against God, His will, and His word. They speak lies against the truth and believe that they are serving God, when in reality they have actually made themselves the enemy of God. Scripture warns us in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, That the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. How can we speak doctrines of demons? In other words, it's a doctrine that was inspired by demons rather than by the Holy Spirit. We all are influenced by something. And anything that contradicts the truth of God's word ought to be a red flag that it's not coming from the spirit of he who is the word. Therefore, learn to discern and test the spirits. John chapter 16 verse 2 says, They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. This is a very serious warning given by Jesus himself that those who are willing to speak the truth of God's word will be rejected, will be attacked, will be persecuted by the church. Now this happened even in the time of Jesus and it has happened throughout all of the ages and it is happening even to this day and it will happen until the return of Christ. All those who will live godly, who will put their trust in the truth of the word of God, they will suffer persecution. He gives us life and gives it to us more abundantly, yes. He gives it to us in eternity. And even in these moments, we get to see the miraculous. We get to see the impossible. We get to have the strength to endure the fires and the trials. But it's not easy. It's not materialism. It's not all-pleasing. It's not full of vanity and vain glory. It's not this fake celebrity Christianity that you've been sold this mirror of Egypt this Hellenistic world system that Jesus himself stood against. That's the system that crucified him. And those that stood with it stood against him as they did it. 
James chapter 4 verse 4 says this, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that to be friends with the world makes you the enemy of God? Whosoever will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture says in vain that the spirit that dwelleth in us lust to envy? Yes, it is drawn to desire these things. Yet God gives us the grace to resist it and he gives the power of the kingdom of heaven to those that do not desire it because it says, Wherefore he saith he resisteth the proud but gives grace unto the humble. Grace is his favor, his power, his influence, the endorsement of heaven, the very power of the Holy Spirit is given to the humble, to those who do not desire vain glory that have no pride of heart that don't want to be worshipped like Lucifer does Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 tells us that we are saved by grace through faith James 4 verse 4 tells us that only the humble can receive this grace therefore we must humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God believing and trusting him, his power, his deity, the words, everything he came to teach. That is real faith. It comes by hearing. Do you listen to what he has spoken and is speaking? Put your faith in his sovereignty, his lordship, his words completely, or else we cannot be saved. If we hold ourselves, our thoughts, our desires, our wants, our abilities, our understanding, our concepts or words of higher value in our heart, of higher value than him and his in any way, then we are holding pride. And God will resist us. This is not about your opinions. You cannot be saved in a state of mind. That thinks what you thinks matters. Because that's pride. You have to come before him humbly and thank him for what he did. What he endured. In order to release the truth to you. And then come into submission and agreement to that truth. What he spoke in the word of God. Jesus himself told us that on the day of judgment it would be the words that he had spoken that would judge us. In other words, the red-lettered words of Jesus, his teachings, the words of God will be held up, the things written in the Bible, and God will judge the fruits. He will see if our life lines up to see if we really believe. Did we have faith? Did we trust what he had to say? Because to do that takes humility. People won't like it. They won't understand. They'll resist. We'll be rejected. We won't have all the glitz and the glam and the endorsements of men and of demons like the celebrities and the Pharisees and the hypocrites which literally means actor but we'll have the endorsement of heaven and that's what really matters my friend we must come before him humbly to receive his grace so for many claiming to be Christians today that do not believe the full counsel of God's word. They are not truly saved because they're still walking in the pride of their own understanding and vain imaginations rather than being submitted to the word and will of God. Worst yet, 
Many of the ministers standing before innumerable congregations of misled people are teaching twisted, watered-down, candy-coated, compromised, and corrupted versions of God's Word, having themselves not submitted to the truth of God's pure and perfect Word, and have deemed their own versions of it of higher value than God's. Though many of them have been misled themselves, the fact remains that they are not humbled to God his word, or his will. Therefore, are they not saved either? Again, salvation is not based on our opinion. Humble yourself to the truth. Jesus paid a price to deliver it to you. You get to take it or leave it. It's available to everyone, but you have to be humble enough to receive it. Because there are likely more people in this world that think that they are saved that are actually not than those that truly are. And likewise, there are far fewer true ministers of God's word than most believe there to be. A warning of the reality of this truth was recorded in scripture, spoken to us by Jesus personally. In Matthew chapter 7 verse 13 where he says, Enter ye into the straight and wide gate. For broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go thereon. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Therefore beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravaging wolves. My friend, you better believe what's written. That God is trying the hearts of men, searching the many, looking for the few. Where will he find you? Know that many are called, but few are chosen. According to Matthew 22, verse 14. So who exactly are these few that are chosen? The same few that is on the narrow road. The few that lay down their pride and humble themselves to the will and word of God in every way. The few that dare to speak the truth of the full counsel of God at every prompting. Not just the pleasant and encouraging parts, but the corrective and judgment parts as well. Not just the exhorting and edifying, but the reproving and rebuking as well. Not just promises, but the conditions set forth to attain those promises. Those that will not only preach heaven, but also hell. Those that love God enough to seek his will in everything. And that trust him enough to not second guess his words. And that fear him enough to humble themselves and obey those words. No matter what. Because there are so many out there preaching prosperity, presence, promises, and power but few willing to warn the wicked man of his ways, few willing to be corrected or to speak correction, few willing to take the lowest seat, few willing to humble themselves in total submission and obedience to the sovereign will and word of God and his authority. So the thing that I am here to place before you today is a choice. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. No, I mean truly serve. Not in name only, 
but in faith, trust, obedience, and action. Choose to stop being like Eve and simply repeating the twisted lies and half-truths that you have been told by others. Pick up an old-fashioned King James Version of the Bible for yourself and seek God for the truth. Choose to be holy and set apart for God as Scripture commands us to do. Choose life. Choose truth. Choose to trust God. Choose this day to step out of the many and be among the few. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 18 says, When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. There is a very serious commission that we have been given. And we will have to give an account for every idle word spoken, rather it be in endorsement of sin or warning the wicked against it. We are required to preach the whole counsel of the gospel message. In Acts chapter 20, verse 26, we read this, the words of Paul at the end of his ministry, right before his execution. He says, wherefore, I take you to record this day that I am pure of the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all of the counsel of God. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock, over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers, to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I ceased not to warn every one of you day and night with tears. Because you see in Ezekiel it says that if you aren't willing to preach against sin and to correct and to warn those that are heading to hell, for being in opposition to the teachings of Jesus and of Scripture, then their blood will be on your hands. You will be held accountable for it. Paul, who took beatings and persecutions and imprisonments and ultimately lost his very life being executed for not wavering to tell the truth of the gospel message, he said, at least I can stand before my maker knowing that my hands are clean. I am not guilty of the blood of men. No one's going to hell because that I failed. To warn them. I told them the truth. Take it or leave it. It's not up to you whether or not they receive it. It's up to you whether or not they have the opportunity to. To humble and submit or to stand in pride and reject it. You just have to tell them the truth. And let them make their decision. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 tells us this. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. 
for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust they shall heap to themselves teachers who will say what they want them to say, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fairy tales. But you watch in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of the real evangelist, and in doing so make foolproof your ministry. Finally, I leave you with Paul's instruction to all those in ministry in First Timothy chapter 4, verse 6. He says, If thou will put the brethren in remembrance of these things that we have before mentioned, then thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ. Nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. Lord, give us wisdom, give us strength, give us endurance to preach your message. Every word that you taught us, all of it. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.